We are 12 days into the new year, and I am so grateful to have made it this far. Thank you, God, for another day to get this thing we call life right. 2022 was a whirlwind for me, y'all. I started the year off filled with determination and eagerness to dive into my purpose, and that was quickly halted because in late February, I was robbed at gunpoint here in Los Angeles, and Shortly after, I realized I needed to pause and regroup and focus on processing this newly acquired trauma. And once I jumped that hurdle, things were great for a little while until my best friend in the whole wide world left this earth. I lost my dog, Lexi, in October of 2022, and that again paralyzed me. And the cherry on top of the cake was ending a relationship that I had so much faith in. But you guys, overall, I am very grateful for 2022 because for me, it was the best year thus far for my career. But also on the flip side, it was one of the toughest years emotionally that I've had in a very long time. 2022 was filled with life lessons, insight, and introspection. And through it all, I ended up realizing that God had his hand in it all along. What is going on, beautiful people? You are listening to the Affirmations for Black Girls podcast, where we focus on personal growth and cultivating a healthy relationship with ourselves. I am your host, Tyra the Creative, actress, content creator, and mental health enthusiast, and happy new year family. I'm so grateful that you have decided to join us for the first episode of the new year of 2023 and the first episode of season two of the Affirmations for Black Girls podcast. Now, if you have been rocking with the podcast for a while, then you know that 2022 was a year, okay? And if you have been rocking with the podcast, that intro at the beginning maybe got you saying what skirt I this is something that I didn't really know about we gonna dive into that a little bit later if there was some news that you heard that you haven't heard yet but yes I entered into 2023 single once again but we're gonna leave that there for now now as I reflect on all the things I am still grateful because I had a lot of firsts. I experienced emotions I didn't know I could. And the best part for me was being able to process them in a healthy way and move through all of the obstacles that presented themselves to me in 2022. So at the top of this new year, I decided to set an intention, which leads me to our affirmation of the week. This week's affirmation is, I release control and fully open my heart to receive the blessings God has for me. Let's drop in, you guys. I release control and fully open my heart to receive the blessings God has for me. I release control and fully open my heart to receive the blessings God has for me. 
I release control and fully open my heart to receive the blessings God has for me. I release control and fully open my heart to receive the blessings God has for me. Let's really take a moment to think about what it feels like to release control. Think about what it feels like to open your heart. I release control and fully open my heart to receive the blessings God has for me. And let's say it one last time together and let's really believe it. I release control and fully open my heart to receive the blessings God has for me. Mm, That's a good one. I think that is the perfect affirmation to start off a new year. Now, this affirmation is a tough one because I would definitely consider myself a recovering control freak. (laughs) So I used to say that I didn't like change. I don't like when plans change. I like things to stay how they are. But I recently realized just how unhealthy that was because how can I grow and evolve without change? How can I move through life without any sort of flexibility? So I'm going into 2023 with the intention to open my heart a little more to receive what God has in store for me. Now, this episode is going to be a little different since this is the first episode of the new year. We're going to reflect on some life lessons that 2022 has taught me. And I really hope you guys can identify with them in some way. So I sat down last night and I journaled some things that I learned in 2022 and we're about to share them. Now, if you identify with anything that I say in today's episode and want to chat more about it, shoot me an email or a DM on the Affirmations for Black Girls Instagram. And I really hope you guys enjoy. Okay. The first thing that's on my list is to smile through the hard times. And 2020, 2020, 2022, 2022 taught me to smile through the hard times because laughter is truly the best medicine. Even if I am feeling down and I want to sit through my feelings, sometimes I need a good laugh to get me out of that space of deep feeling. And sometimes that's okay because ruminating in it and sitting in it is not the best thing to do. So for example, when I lost Lexi in October, yes, I was sad and all of the things, but I tried to focus on all of the great memories that I had with her. I thought about (laughs) the time where Um, When I was younger and we still lived in Louisiana, we had a deck and there was a sliding glass door and we used to let Lexi outside. She would do her thing and she would just come back whenever she was ready. She really just, Lexi was grown. Okay. And I remember one day she came up onto the deck, but she was just standing there just looking and it was 
it was getting a little dark outside. It wasn't completely pitch black yet, but I was standing inside of the house and I caught her eye. And when I caught her eye, she just took off running towards me from the deck. The screen door is closed and she took a leap into the house and hit the screen door. And that is one of the funniest memories I have of Lexi because she was just shocked. She was like, what is this thing? What is this screen door? Because she couldn't see it because the window was open, but the screen door was closed. So that is definitely one of my favorite memories of her. And anytime I'm feeling sad, I just remind myself that I had 18 years with her and we had a great time. There's also times where you want to make light of situations whenever it seems a little too heavy. I know this can be controversial, but even when I got robbed, I like to make light of the situation because if I don't laugh, I'll cry. Have you heard that saying like, you got to laugh about it so you don't cry? That's really the mindset I have with some hard things that I go through. I just have to laugh. I just have to think about the good times and I have to put one foot in front of the other and keep going. The second thing on my list is your experiences build you up. No matter what the experience is, 2022 taught me, like this was a recurring theme in 2022 because I get paralyzed when I'm in situations that are highly emotional or things that I don't want to be in. But I have to remember that this is building me into the person that I need to be and God will never put more on you than you can bear. Amen. And that is something that I keep in the back of my head. I think just like going through this right now, the overarching theme of all of these lessons that I've learned this year is that it really takes a strong mindset and it takes mental toughness to get through hard times because sometimes, sometimes things are a shit show. And sometimes things are very shitty and sorry, I'm cursing, but like, I don't have any other way to say it. Sometimes things are bad, but we have to figure out how we can keep going the next day, the next week, the next month. And for me, it's knowing that every experience that I go through, it's giving me experience. It's giving me life experience and it's building me up. Now, I also don't want to be like sh to showcase too much. Um, I don't want to showcase toxic positivity because sometimes life does suck and that's okay to note as well. But what I'm saying is to try to find the silver lining in your situation, find the things that make you want to keep going, that make you want to live, that make you want to keep growing, that make you want to heal. And for me, that is finding something positive, whether it's in the situation or around the situation, rather than focusing on the negative and the hard parts, because that is the part that is super overwhelming for me. The third thing um, on my list is pause. And if you don't do it, God will do it for you. Y'all, I learned this the hard way. Now, I used to be a very, very go, go, go person. I'm still a very go, go, go person, but I think I have a different mindset around my go, go, go. Um, this year or in 2022, God said, Tyra, sit down, sit down, stop. Stop trying to do this, that, and the third. Stop trying to not focus on things. Stop, pause, be present with yourself. And he said that through 
all of the hardship that I faced this year or 2022. So as I said, I started the year off getting robbed at gunpoint. I do have a story time on the podcast. You can go and listen to that if you didn't hear it, if you would like to know more. And it really shook me up, y'all. It took me a long time to get out of that just muckiness of the situation because I was in shock. And I think I beat myself up a lot because I wanted to continue to go, go, go. But my body and my brain literally would not let me. I felt paralyzed and I was frustrated because I couldn't focus, because I couldn't do all the things on my to-do list, because I didn't want to talk to people, because I wanted to do other things. I didn't want to focus on what had happened. I didn't want to process it. I just wanted to put it to the side because I had stuff to do. But here's the thing. I always got stuff to do and the stuff will always be there. But it's very important that I put my mental health first and that I put my feelings first in a sense of feeling them instead of suppressing them. So God said, Tyra, sit down, take a beat. Something very traumatic just happened to you. Process it. Take all the time you need. Give yourself grace. You are grieving because in the episode that I filmed, I was talking to my therapist and I mentioned in the episode that she said that I am no longer the person I was before I got robbed. Now my sense of awareness is different. I have now had a piece of me taken from myself, a piece of me that says I am safe always because that was the first time anything that intrusive has happened to me. So that piece of me is gone. And when she said it that way, it made me realize, okay, yeah, I am going through a grieving process. I am going through a process where I have to, well, I'm going through a phase where I have to process new information and figure out what to do with it. So I had to learn how to pause and I didn't do it willingly. And then the year got a little better and then Lexi passed away. I've had Lexi most of my life. I'm 28 years old. She was 18. I've had her since I was 10. And at the beginning of December is when I finally said to myself, okay, let's go ahead and start trying to get back into a routine. We took the time, we grieved, we, we sat, let's try to get back into it. And then right after that, you guys, at the end of the year, um, my relationship ended and it was a, it was a huge shock. Um, we'll dive into that a little bit later in the year because it's still very fresh, but, um, I had a lot of faith in that relationship and it has been hard. I'm not even going to lie. It's been hard. And I want to make sure that this podcast is very authentic. And I will say December was very, very rough for me. I I did not expect my relationship to end. Um, we came to that decision together and we just decided that our mental health comes first, to be honest. And um, he really wanted to focus on himself and take some time to really grow into the person that he wants to be. And I respect that a lot. Now, I would like to be there for it. You know what I'm saying? But I am grateful that we were able to have that conversation. So we can dive into that a little bit more later um, as far as how I am handling it, how I'm handling a situation that I didn't want, want to end and all of those things. But I've been paused for that right now. I'm still in a state of pause and 
I was just talking to my therapist two days ago and she's been so great. And we were just talking and I was telling her all my updates and she just said, Tyra, just remember to give yourself grace because I was talking about how I was starting to get frustrated because I can't focus. I'm still feeling, my body is still sad, whereas my brain is like, okay, come on, let's go. So I'm I'm still trying to figure out that balance of pause, when I need to take pause and how to react when my brain wants to start going again, but my heart is still healing and my heart is still in a place where it needs just a little bit more time before we jump back into the hustle and bustle of daily life. So pause y'all. And if you don't do it, if you refuse, God and your body going to do it for you. The next one that I'm super excited about for this year is self-care is a priority. Now, I already knew this before 2022, but I started to, my, my, my actions started to believe this, my, or my actions started to illustrate that I, that this is a belief that I have, that my self-care is a priority. Y'all, I started getting my nails done in 2022. I started, um, making sure that I was meditating again and I've been going to therapy so, so, so much and working out. I just started going back to boxing. I'm super excited about that. And this year, I really want to, st- I'm, actually, I'm going to get my hair done tomorrow. I'm going to get a silk press. Your girl is natural if you don't know what I look like. I'm a black girl, 28 years old, natural hair. And I haven't had my hair silk pressed in two years. So I'm super excited to go get a silk press tomorrow. And facials and massages. Like I am in my era of self-care, um, beauty, beauty self-care. You know what I mean? Like self-care is more than just beauty and if you guys would like some episodes on what self-care is, the type of self-care, types of self-care and things of that nature, we can definitely um, have that. Let me know. Send me an email, DM on the Affirmations of Black Girls Instagram, write us a tweet on Twitter. You know, any of those methods are great, but self-care is a priority. I'm almost 30 years old and I'm at a time in my life where it's time to treat myself and I want to treat myself with the nails, with the hair, with the facials, with massages, good food, like not just cooking because I'm a chef. And for the longest, my thought process has been, I could just make that at home. Why would I go to this restaurant? But it's all about the experience for me now. It's all about treating myself and doing things for myself that I would like other people to do for me. But how can I expect somebody else to do something for me and I don't do it for myself? You know what I mean? And Back before like I moved into this new apartment, which is my first luxury space, I never got my nails done. I never got my hair done. I never got facials, massages, none of that. And it just, it wasn't because I didn't want to spend the money. It was literally because it wasn't in my mindset to get those things. I was like, okay, well that's extra. Right now I'm focusing on building my career. And now I think I'm at a point where I'm comfortable enough in my career to continue building it, of course, but I have a little more brain space to focus on these simple pleasures in life that just add to your day. Next on the list is overworking dishonors your boundaries. 
because work will always be there. Oh, you guys. Now, I've seen this on Instagram so many different times, but overworking yourself is not okay. Hustle culture try and social media, all that stuff try to tell us work or work, like you can sleep when you did. I'm not, I'm not giving in to any of that anymore. I am a chronic overworker. I do not have boundaries set for working and I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all. It is 8 p.m. right now and I'm working. So in 2023, I really want to create boundaries for myself because setting healthy boundaries with myself has been one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. I can set boundaries with other people. That's still a little hard, but I can set a boundary with another person before I can set a boundary with myself. So I really want to focus on setting healthy work boundaries because again, y'all, I work at home. I work from home. I'm a freelancer. I'm a content creator. Like content is life. (laughs) So it's hard to set those boundaries, but I found myself getting burnt out way too often And 2022 taught me that overworking is not okay. And it's a clear sign that you do not respect yourself. You do not respect your own boundaries. And when I I read that somewhere on Instagram, I was just like, oh my God. So I'm basically saying that I don't love myself and that's not okay because I love me, but I I have to exhibit that in my actions as well. I can't just say it. Now, the next thing that 2022 taught me is, ooh, y'all, grief is grueling, but but leaning into it makes the journey so much easier. Now, I grieved in 2022, and I just let it happen. And I think that's coming with my old age. I think I'm getting soft in my old age. Y'all know how people be saying that. <laughs> I think I'm getting soft in my old age because... I, and I I posted a tweet a while ago and my tweet said, I'm no longer, let me find the tweet. Okay. So I found the tweet. So my tweet was at this point in my life, sucking it up just isn't an option. And y'all, I was, I tweeted this a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I tweeted it on December 29th and I just can't suck it up anymore. Like grief is very grueling, but lean into it. That's the easiest thing to do when you fight it. It just makes the process so much longer and so much harder. And leaning into it just helps you heal all that much faster. So I'm leaning into it. And even though it's hard, it makes my life a ton easier. And I'm grateful that I'm able to lean into it. But it's easier said than done, especially if you're the type of person like me who didn't always want to do that. In the past, I used to like not think about it. I would like to, you know, just do other things to keep my mind off of it. Suppress, 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 compartmentalize, compartmentalize, compartmentalize. That was the name of the game when I was younger. But I'm at a point in my life now where I just, I just don't have the bandwidth to do that. I can't suppress it. I I have to feel and I end up feeling better quicker. And I can give you one example uh, my parents divorce. It took me years to grieve it. I think I didn't really start to grieve it until I started going to therapy in 2019. And to give y'all perspective, my parents got a divorce when I was in high school, 2011, 2012. That is seven to eight years of just holding on to a hurt instead of processing it 
accepting it and healing from it. So I saw this other post on Twitter. No, what was it on? Pinterest, y'all. And it was like a equation. It said healing equals, and then it said um, something along the lines of processing it, accepting it, and growing from it equals healing. And it really spoke to me because it really does take all of those steps to heal. You have to first recognize what it is and how you feel about it, process it all, accept what is the things that you cannot change, and then grow. Don't just sit in that, just grow from it. And that is how you heal. And I thought it was really beautiful. Um, and if I could find that, I'll definitely post it on Twitter or Instagram or something like that for you guys. Okay. The next thing I learned is my therapist is my best friend. I, and I'm gonna just keep this one short, y'all. I have been with my same therapist since 2019, going into 2020. And I was a little hesitant at first um, to go to therapy for one, but also y'all, my therapist is white. And I was a little, I was just a little hesitant because I had never been to therapy. And then I wanted a black lady, but I got her and she's been amazing. She really has. And I'm finally to a point where I am comfortable telling her anything, however it comes out of my mouth. I don't try to run it through a filter before I say it. I just be like, listen, this is what's going on. This is how I feel about it. This is what I wanted to do, but I didn't do it. <laughs> so I really think it's important to make sure that you find a therapist that you feel comfortable with, that you feel like you can be 100% yourself because that's the only way that your therapist can help you if you're being 100% true to yourself. In 2022, I also learned that your friends care about you more than you think they do. And I think that has a lot to do with, you know, the way you're raised, the way you process your emotions, the way you handle your emotions, the way you allow other people to show up for you. But I grew up believing that I was a burden, not because this was said to me by my parents, but because I thought it myself and I found reasons. I was looking for reasons to believe that I was a burden. So when I was growing up, I would always say to myself, especially since my parents would, you know, be arguing and things, I would try to make myself as small as possible and not add fuel to the fire. That was my my biggest goal. Don't add fuel to the fire. Don't no. Just make sure that you are doing what you're supposed to do and you're not putting any more stress on your parents. And this is something that I just took on myself. I never said it to my parents or they didn't say to me any of that. And that's why it's so important to talk to your kids and have that open communication because I could have easily said this stuff to my parents, but I didn't have the words. I didn't have the tools to have this conversation. And I wholeheartedly believe if I did feel the urge to say something to my mom and daddy about this, they would have quickly reinforced how much they loved me and how they were there for me, but it just didn't, the cookie didn't, cr the cookie didn't crumble that way for you, girl. So growing up believing you're a burden, like it's, it's been very hard for me to open up to my friends, especially when I'm going through something hard like this, um, like this breakup that I'm going through. Or, um, when I lost Lexi, I didn't call my friends. I, I called my boyfriend at the time and that's about it. But 
I'm leaning into my friendships and my therapist has been on me like white on rice, y'all. Oh, that was a huge pun. Ha ha, cause she white too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Woo. Okay. So my therapist is on me because she really wants me to use my community and I have a community and I do use my community, but some things are hard to share with my community. So if you feel like me, I urge you to just do it. Just rip that bandaid off. Just act through that uncomfortable feeling, act through that discomfort you are feeling. And it has been great, especially one of my friends, Alexis has been showing up so much for me. And I just, I appreciate her so much because it was so hard for me to say, Hey, this is what's going on. And I could really use a friend. And I'm just so grateful that she has been, um, so there for me. Like, it's just, it's, it's honestly been amazing. And I'm going to stop talking about it because your girl about to get emotional. Okay, let's move on to the next one. So the next thing that I learned in 2022 is to reflect on your decisions before you judge someone else's. Oh, now this one was convicting for me, y'all. So all I mean by this is think about what your role was in the ordeal or the experience before focusing on the other person and what they did. And I'm talking about romantic relationships, friendships, at work, whatever, between you and anyone else, any relation you have. Think about what your role is before you focus on the other person. Now, I'm going to give you a quick example. So I have a job now, y'all, and this job was stressing me out. And I was pissed off about something and I didn't let anyone know. We had a group meeting the next day and I thought I was okay, but I guess I wasn't because this is what happened, y'all. I was on the call. It's about six, seven of us on this group call along with our manager. And I was trying to ask a fellow team member a question and my manager started to interrupt me. And instead of saying, hey, please let me finish, I got annoyed that she was interrupting me. So I just started talking over her and it's, it continued and it kind of just fizzled out. And in my head, I was just like, oh my gosh, why are you talking over me? Like, stop, 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 stop. But she called me and was like, after the meeting and she was like, hey, so what's going on with you and your team member that I was talking to? And I was like, what, what are you talking about? I was thrown aback. I was taken aback because I was like, I don't have nothing against her. What are you talking about? And she was like, well, you had, you know, like an attitude in the meeting. And I was like, first of all, don't tell me I have attitude. <laughs> but second of all, I did not have an attitude with her. So we just had a conversation and I explained what was going on and all of the things. But when I got off the phone, I was like, Tyra, okay, what could you have done better? You could have stopped right then and there and said, Hey, please stop interrupting me. I'm just trying to say something. We had a, this is something, a continuance of a conversation that we were already having or whatever the case may be. So all I mean is before you get upset or annoyed or peeved by someone else's actions, just replay your actions in, in your head first and see what you could have done different. Now, I'm not saying that it's always you having to do something differently. I'm just saying, take a second to process that before you move forward with focusing on what the other person did. That's it. The next thing that I learned was that my inner child, this is a big one. My inner child needs more love and always will. Show up for your inner child, talk to them, love on them, 
and watch your relationship with yourself start to change. <sighs> this is a big one. This is this is very much so a big one for me, y'all. So like I've been saying, this past year was immensely emotional for me. And I learned that my inner child needed way more love and she will always need love. I didn't necessarily think that my inner child will always need love. I thought it was like, a Mr. Fix-It situation, but it's not. Your inner child will always need love because there, there will be times when your inner child just shows up. We're always that six-year-old girl, that six-year-old boy. We're always that college student. We're always that 11-year-old. You know, we, we always have those pieces of us within us no matter what age we are. So something that has been working for me lately when I feel in over my head, overwhelmed, or deeply emotional and I'm like crying my eyes out or I'm just feeling a lot is I stand in the mirror and I hold open palms over my chest and I stare at myself in the eyes while I feel what I'm feeling. And I softly say, I'm here. And I keep doing that until I feel calmer. So the more that I say, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, the calmer I get. And it has just, it's just been crazy. The calmness I feel when I'm talking to my inner child, because like I said, when I was growing up, I felt like I was a burden. So all of my feeling time was spent alone in my room. I never felt like anyone was there for me. And my parents didn't sit with me while I cried. I can vaguely remember like a couple of times where they did do this, like when they told us that they were getting divorced and maybe like one or two other times. But more often than not, I went into my room, I closed my door and I cried softly so they didn't hear what was going on. And I would just self-soothe. And I think that has shown up in my adulthood because I still do that, but um, I'm in a space where I'm trying to open up to my friends more, but also sometimes you're going to be alone when you feel in these feelings and you still have to soothe yourself. So for me, it's talking to that inner child because I feel so in over my head. I do feel like a child. And one of my thoughts is like, I just want my mama. I just want my daddy. I just want to hug. I just want to just run and be in their arms. And when I feel that feeling, that's when I stand in front of the mirror and I, I grab my chest and I hold my hands to my heart and I get as close to my inner child as I can. And I just look myself in the eyes and, and I'm, like, I'm like, I'm here. So in my brain, I'm talking to seven-year-old Tyra. I'm talking to 10-year-old Tyra and I'm, I'm soothing myself and I'm giving myself the love that I needed when I was younger. And it, it helps immensely, you guys. So honestly, all I can say is try it out because it has just, it has worked wonders for me and it has made me so much closer with myself and with my inner child. I feel more at home in my body and it's honestly just been amazing. Okay. The next thing that 2022 taught me is that sometimes shit just won't make sense. And that's just on, that's just that on that. So hindsight is always 2020, but in the moment, Shit just won't always make sense. So stop racking your brain to understand and look at the facts. What fact can you hold on to to help you stop spiraling in that moment? And that's what I've had to do all throughout 2022 because I'm like, God, what is going on? Like, why are all of these things happening? So wondering why previous relationships didn't work, you may want a solution or an answer, but you don't always get that. So think about what the facts are. 
And I'm not talking about making up quote unquote facts. Seriously, what are the actual facts? Things that you can really realistically lean on to help you get through that situation. Um, And then you go from there. But I think something, this is something huge for me because I always wanted things to make sense. And 2022, I was like, why doesn't this make sense? This doesn't make sense. And I would just harp on it. But sometimes things just will not make sense. And you have to accept that. And that is something that I'm still working to accept. I accept, I accept it a little more than I used to, but sometimes things just won't make sense y'all. And that's okay. The next thing that I learned is that raw, authentic, and genuine people still exist. Now, how do I know that? Because I am one of them. And I just recently had this revelation because I was like, I don't know, like I was in a relationship that I loved and it's like, will it never work? Like, God, is there, is there anyone for me? Will I be alone for the rest of my life? And are people actually genuine? Like, you know, I'm not saying anything about my ex-boyfriend um, because he was, and I'm really not talking about him. I'm just, I just started to spiral because it's like, I'm single again. How am I going to meet another person that I trust? How am I going to meet another person that's genuine? Like, are there genuine people out there? I just started to have all of these thoughts and these worries. And then God just spoke to me and I had this revelation, Tyra, they still exist because you exist. And I know that I have been a hundred percent raw, authentic, and genuine in my relationships, regardless of the status, romantic or platonic, I'm always genuine. And I appreciate that. So that gave me so much calmness and it helps me be excited for the coming months, years, <laughs> days. Um, and I have to tell myself this over and over again so that I do not have a negative mindset. And the last thing that 2022 taught me that I would like to share with you guys is that being fully present takes the cake over any length of time. And this is important to me because I only go home once a year, give or take, maybe twice. I'm going home um, for my sister's wedding this weekend. But overall, I used to think that length of time equated how much I loved my family. And sometimes I just don't want to go home. And it's not because I don't want to be around my family, because if I had it my way, I would be able to be around my family every day and still live in Los Angeles and and pursue my acting career, pursue my dreams. But that's just not the way the cookie crumbled for my life and my lifestyle and where my family lives. So I used to feel bad, but this Christmas, I only went home for a couple of days. And since I only went home for a couple of days, it allowed me to be more present while I was there. I used to go home for months at a time and I would find myself spending time in my room, whereas my mom is sitting in the front room watching TV or whatever. But since I was only home for a couple of days, I would go spend time with my mama. I would go run to the store with my mama, you know, versus staying at home because I didn't want to go. So being fully present definitely takes the cake over the length of time. And if you're in a situation where you live away from home and you only go home for a little bit of time and you feel guilty because you can't spend that much time at home, don't feel guilty. Just remember to be fully present while you are home and 
relish those moments and really sit in that time that you do have with your loved ones. All in all, 2022 was a great year for my career, but tough emotionally. And as I look back, even in this moment, I'm like, God, how did we make it through that? And while I am excited for the future, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't a little bit nervous. Just because I have endured so much compounded emotional hardship, but I am seriously, truly blessed. And now that I have dealt with some of the hard things that I was honestly dreading having to deal with, and I mean the theme of loss and life or death situations, I feel more prepared physically and mentally if these types of experiences are in my future. So look out 2023. I am so excited to see what you have in store to teach me and if you at home have been listening through to this entire episode, I want to ask you, have you reflected on the last 12 months? Have you found the beauty in them? What worked well in your life? What didn't go to plan? And how are you processing the things that didn't go how you wanted? Reflection is super important. And I urge you to take a beat to reflect on your 2022. Uh-oh, you guys, it is time for our first fun closing segment of the year. And today we are doing recommendation of the day. So actually, I love recommendation of the day. And apparently y'all love it too, because y'all always be sending so many DMs about trying the things that I have been recommending. So I have a few recommendations for y'all today. So get your pen and paper ready so you can write it down or just all of this stuff will be linked down in the show notes for you guys. So one thing that I have been loving that I have been super excited about is a new book. I'm going to recommend a book and a workbook, and it's called Set Boundaries, Find Peace by Nedra Glover Tawab. I follow her on Instagram, and this book is amazing because if you are in a space where you need to find healthy boundaries or learn how to set healthy boundaries for yourself and your relationships with others, this is the book for you. I love how the book gives examples of boundaries and it gives you like a bad example of boundaries or it, she has like different um, subject matter. So do you have a healthy boundary or a non-healthy boundary? What those could look like or all types of things like that, that I have been loving the illustrations of, because sometimes you may think that you have a healthy boundary, but then you identify with that unhealthy boundary. You're like, okay, that's where I, I need to add some more love for myself into the situation. And along with the book, she has a workbook, y'all. Now, I am big on workbooks. I love a workbook because reading comprehension has not always been my best friend. So I love to apply what I have learned because it helps it stick for me. But the, the big thing about this workbook is that you don't necessarily have to read the book book to do the workbook. So if you're a person, you're like, oh, I don't really want to read the book. Just get the workbook because it is entire lessons within the workbook, but it goes hand in hand with the book book. So keep that in mind. Both of them can be found on Amazon. I have both the book book and the workbook, and I'm also listening to the audiobook version. I don't really like to read without an audiobook, but I it's available on Audible as well. 
So that is also another recommendation of the day. Audiobooks, anything audible. Um, I highly recommend it. Um, so with that being said, I have a question for y'all. Send me an email, a DM on the Affirmation Black Girls Instagram. Should I do a book list for 2023? Because my Audible is full right now. I have like literally like eight books that I want to read. And I normally like take my eBooks um, or I read my, listen to my eBooks while I'm doing like a hike or I'm driving for a while. And if you guys would like to do a book list or even a reading group, let me know because I have done a reading group before. In 2020, I read a book called Relationship Relationship Goals by Pastor Michael Todd, and it had the study guide workbook along with the actual hardback book. And I also read that via Audible, and it was an amazing experience. I had it was a group of like six ladies, and we went through the study the study guide together. And we did the workbook and it was so amazing. And now I just have all of this information that is stuck in my brain because I actually applied it and I talked with other people about it. So let me know if you guys would like to do reading groups and if you would like a book list, because I do have a list of books that I would like to read and I would love for you guys to join in. So those are my recommendations of the day. Uh, Set Boundaries, Find Peace, the workbook, the audio book to that, and Audible as a whole. But I have three more recommendations that I'm just going to mention really quickly. So the next recommendation of the day, y'all, is something that I'm super excited about. The Affirmations for Black Girls podcast now has a YouTube channel. So my recommendation is that you go subscribe to the YouTube. Now, we're building out the YouTube and you may be wondering what's going to be on the YouTube. So in 2023, we have some amazing things coming. We're going to have guests on the podcast. We're going to have video podcast episodes. So go subscribe to the YouTube channel so you do not miss any of those uploads because all of our video podcasts will live there. And we have a few other surprises that we're ironing out the kinks for, but it's going to be a great time. I'm also a YouTuber first. So if you want to see how some of my other content is, you can follow me on Tyra the Creative on YouTube as well. But I'm super excited that we finally got a YouTube channel. I've been wanting to do this for a couple of years. And my last two recommendations are the Affirmations for Black Girls newsletter. It is a bi-weekly newsletter. You get them into your inbox every single month. And we just share journal prompts or even like things like self-care challenges and updates and just little pieces of advice and resources to help you become the best version of yourselves. It's completely free and the link is down below. You just go to my website and you just sign up and you'll get the newsletters. And then the last one is my Affirmations for Black Girls merch. Listen, y'all need to go buy the merch because it is on and popping, okay? I also have a discount code for you guys. So use the code Affirm10 for a little discount off of your purchase. But I linked my shop down below as well. Y'all please shop the merch because it definitely helps me. I would love to see some photos of you guys in the merch. And I'm just super excited for 2023. I have a lot more time to focus on me and the things that I want to do in my life. So I am excited about that. Um, 
But I'm so glad that you guys took the time out to listen to this episode. I know this episode was very need forward, but I hope you got some nuggets out of it. I hope you learned something. I hope you identify with something. I hope it fed your soul, even in the slightest. And that is all that I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you rate it and leave us a review. I love reading all of your reviews. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. All of that is linked down below for you guys. Thank y'all so much for listening. This was Affirmations for Black Girls, and I will see you next week.